Hi, everyone. I'm talking today with my friend Cyril. He's a native New Yorker who grew up in Brooklyn and now lives in Queens. We actually met each other when we were students at the University of Illinois all the way back in 1999, and I can't believe how time has flown. So how are you today, Cyril? Uh, doing all right. So to start our conversation, I wanted to ask how growing up in New York has informed your perspective of living in New York as an adult now. Oh, gosh, that's a quite a loaded question. Well, I think growing up in New York, you kind of feel like, you know, you're part of everything and anything. You, you kind of belong, uh, even if you really don't. It's like, you know, I grew up in a uh, in Williamsburg, South Williamsburg, uh, which was pretty mixed uh, working class neighborhood, uh, largely Hispanic, decent mix of a little bit of black and, you know, white folks. And I think, you know, there was there's a sort of a small Chinese community. And, you know, that, that was largely kind of my my world, you know, just within the Chinese community. But, you know, we were all New Yorkers um, at the end of the day, really. Wasn't really, you know, your differences kind of kind of melted away at the end of the day because we were all sort of striving for the same thing, just a little piece of the dream. I think, you know, in school, I think growing up, was, you know, people, you know, kids, we kind of uh, self-select you know, our own sort of groups and you know, develop little clicks. And I think that's kind of uh, when you start to realize you're kind of different from everyone else. And I think that's kind of, um, I don't think um, that necessarily impacted me in a negative way, but, you know, you, you become a little more conscious of, you know, who you are and how you fit in. Because for the most part, you're, you're kind of uh, colorblind. You know, everybody else is just New Yorker. Uh, just like yourself, trying so to point, make it big, you know, in the big city. At what point in growing up did you realize that New York was not sort of a typical American place to grow up? I think the first time I kind of realized that was probably leaving New York. I mean, I, I've been on vacations, you know, outside of New York as a kid. Uh, but I, I guess that's a little different, you know, as being a tourist. But uh, I think you really sort of feel the difference. I really felt the difference uh, when I went off to college, when I'm kind of, um, you know, immersed and sort of stuck, uh, if you will, uh, with uh, where I am. And I think at that point, I kind of realized, boy, I kind of uh, stick out a little bit, not just uh, by how I look. But, you know, I'm not quite from around these parts. And I think that's when I realized, like, hey, you know, everywhere else is not quite like New York. And so, I mean, people are friendly in general, but it isn't quite the, uh, I guess sometimes uh, people look at you a little, little funny. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think that the one thing about being a New Yorker is kind of, uh, universal is that you kind of um you kind of ignore everything around you it's like when you're riding subway the whole world can be blowing up and you just mind your own business and people just sort of go on their way i mean it's sort of like 
I don't care if you're wearing like, you know, you're butt naked or something and you're just walking around and doing your thing. That That's perfectly fine. I don't care. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's the kind of attitude that a lot of New Yorkers have. And I think, you know, going, going out to the Midwest, yeah, I think you just get kind of get that feeling inside that you're kind of you're kind of a little out of place not necessarily that you're not welcome but you're just a little out of place you don't quite fit into the uh background if you will so was it hard to get used to a city where you didn't have the subway and you didn't have the convenience of all the things that you had in new york yeah i mean it's kind of hard to you know Champaign-Urbana being a, a college town I mean it's it's kind of different from your typical small town but I guess I didn't really appreciate having all those conveniences um in the first place and I guess I guess my first sort of uh encounter was with uh, how things are just a little different was uh you know things closing at like you know like normal business hours like you know six o'clock five o'clock you know it's it's kind of like you know everything just shuts down you know by like sunset and that that was that was a little bit of a i wouldn't say shock but inconvenience uh if you will but yeah you know things like you know stores and stuff like that you know closing at normal times uh yeah that that, that was a little different for me yeah, I think the one thing that was interesting to me when I was, you know, in Champaign-Urbana as well is the fact that at least there was a little bit of a bubble around campus where it felt like things were a little bit more diverse and lively. And so it definitely made it feel a little bit more livable to be in what was otherwise a pretty small community um, surrounded by cornfields, basically. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, it's it, it really sort of uh, really falls off quite quickly uh, as you leave the uh, bubble. There's not much going on, uh, quite frankly. Yeah, I remember going out to the mall and there was literally a cornfield adjacent to the parking lot for the mall, which I think speaks volumes to the kind of um, community it is when you get outside of that area. Yeah. So I'm curious too, you spent a little bit of time living in the New York or in the Washington DC area. And how did that also kind of feel relative to New York for you? I think DC is uh, DC is an interesting uh, interesting uh, area because um, I I think uh, it's similar to New York in a lot of ways where uh, a lot of people come a lot of people are drawn to DC for for work and opportunities but uh, I I just didn't quite get a sense of sort of character or, or community uh, with DC as I feel with New York. It, it felt like just uh, a lot of people just coming and going, uh, sort of a transient kind of uh, feel to it. So honestly, I, I, I didn't really fall in love with DC. Actually, quite frankly, uh, didn't quite like it very much. The, you know, the, the, the city itself, uh, kind of uh lacking in soul and yeah it's 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 and the surrounding communities are are pretty suburban so it's it's really just kind of you know center the center is really just uh you know for commerce and you know during the and you know in the evenings and i know people probably disagree with me i mean but uh 
you know, DC proper. I mean, not a whole lot of people live there in total. There are not a lot of permanent, you know, people who actually live in DC proper. So it, it, it doesn't quite have that. Yeah, that lively city, that energy and feel as, as a larger city. But but yeah, I mean, there, there are lots of uh, other things that I could probably complain about at DC, but uh, I'll, I'll leave that for other people to figure out in their own time. So moving back to New York after that, how have, how have you gained a new appreciation from New York after having lived in those places? And how has that influenced how you kind of approach life in New York now? I mean, I, I think, you know, New York is, is really um, uh, uh, quite an, an alpha city. And I think previously, I, I think I took for granted the kinds of opportunities, job opportunities, you know, infrastructure, you know, hospitals, libraries, and, you know, all that stuff for, for granted. I mean, you know, there's like, I, I work in the healthcare field and I mean, there, there's, you know, you have some of the best hospitals in the world and, you know, just being able to have that pick of, you know, wherever you want to go, that's huge. And um, you could say that about a lot of different uh, aspects uh, about New York in terms of entertainment. I mean, you, you've got everything. So, yeah, I mean, you, you never really appreciate new york until you leave it but while you're here it's kind of a, it's kind of a love-hate relationship there are plenty of things to hate about new york but i think just also sort of the sort of the attitude of new yorkers it's just sort of you know every, everyone's just like doing their thing minding their own business and you know uh, i'm not gonna I'm not going to judge, you know, what you're doing. And, you know, it's, it's kind of, um, it's that kind of like anonymity um, also of living in the big city. It's like, yeah, you're free to do your own thing, you know, whatever you want and how you want. And, and no, nobody's going to bother you for that. And I, I think that's something that I kind of, um, you know, it's, it, it's something that you don't get everywhere. I'm curious too, when you talked about the love-hate relationship, like what are some of the um, some of the best parts of New York and some of the parts of New York that absolutely drive you crazy? I think the, the food scene is, is probably uh, one of the best. You know, you can uh, travel the globe, you know, practically anywhere um, in the city of New York. And yeah, I think, I think food is probably near the top of my list. And um, I think in terms of hate, I think, affordability uh, when it comes to housing is is a real is a real struggle it's uh, again I, I i think it's a, it's a function of just the kind of money and opportunity that the city brings and fortunately you know r rising tides you know lift everything up higher and it, it's kind of it's kind of tough even for upper middle class folk you know what you would kind say an upper upper middle class you know family you know they, they can they can barely afford a decent home you know within new york so i think yeah i mean affordable housing is probably at the top of my list i know it was it was quite quite a struggle uh at least for you know my parents and, and us when i was younger trying to find a affordable place to live 
I remember too that um, you telling me that you had to, you didn't actually have your own bedroom until your sisters were um, out on their own. And so that's something that I think a lot of people probably don't have the experience of if they grew up elsewhere. Yeah, and um, there's even a stretch where, I mean, you, you can imagine, you know, old New York where people, you know, there are like, you know, three, four people, you know, in a bedroom. I mean, that, that's not old New York. I mean, that's New York today. You know, I, I think for a while um, I, I, I was actually sleeping in the living room with my uh, cousin when uh, we, uh, we helped them uh, immigrate uh, over to uh, over here. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty, pretty common story. Yeah. Limited space, make do with what you got. And yeah, don't know any better. So didn't know any better. So I guess uh, it's all right. Wanted to ask you too a little bit. You've talked about the subway earlier, and I know that New Yorkers have a love-hate relationship with the subway. And I know that there's been a lot in the news in the past few years about the subway having a lot of issues. And curious to know, have things gotten better in your experience with that of late? I think if you, uh, well, you have to first, yes, things got better uh, only because um, during the pandemic, only because, uh, you know, people were, were, working from home and you know only essential workers were allowed initially uh so so from that standpoint yeah things actually got better uh for a short while just because the sheer number of people uh dropped off precipitously but uh now that we're getting back to more normal trains are (laughs) pretty close to what they used to be crowded and uh and uh yeah the the homeless problem has just gotten worse and worse so i, I think things have actually gotten worse um overall uh, on the subways uh, which which has made me even more of a heavy user of the express bus and just trying to avoid subway because uh yeah the, the subway there there's um there's no real uh there's no real um barrier to uh fare dodgers and all sorts of you know people who will uh get into the subway without paying and so so that that's a problem I know that says a lot for you too because you're definitely not someone who um, tends toward the bus over the subway yeah, I mean, you know, now you have to think in terms of uh, your personal security these days. And, uh, you know, the express bus is definitely more secure and more comfortable. So I'm curious, you referenced the pandemic. Um, have you enjoyed uh, the more laid back experience of New York during the pandemic? Or is that actually kind of hard to see New York um, so quiet? Well, I mean... Uh, naturally being kind of a homebody myself uh i i it was a kind of a nice experience uh to be able to uh work from home and uh also have uh less crowded streets so a little bit of a breath of fresh air to be honest uh to be able to uh, just navigate through my commute without having to, you know, bump into a million people, and yeah, it's uh, it was uh, it was actually it was actually nice to have a have a few less people uh, on the streets, and you know, even uh, even going to uh, and because of that, you know, even going to stores or fast food, um, 
you know, the service was a lot quicker uh, because, well, there, there wasn't really anybody, uh, you know, out there. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, not not a big fan of uh, big crowds. So, so for me, it was a nice little reprieve. What would you say is different about living in the outer boroughs versus like being in Manhattan? And, and I think it's something that a lot of people probably um, don't necessarily understand that distinction. Oh, well, I think I think for one thing, uh, well, you, you could say I was going to say uh, just commuting in and out of the city, in and out of Manhattan just takes at least you know, 15, 20 minutes extra. But I actually take that back because getting from, you know, the southern tip of Manhattan to the most northern tip of Manhattan can take you quite a bit of time. But I think, you know, um, going up in Williamsburg, it, it's definitely pretty urban. But, uh, you know, I, here in Queens, where I am now uh, in Woodhaven, it's it's uh, fairly, has a very fairly um, suburban kind of feel, uh, especially because I, I live near um, a really huge park. So it's, um, it's you know, Queen, you know, the, some parts of Queens, you know, you wouldn't even think you were in New York City. Um, yeah, it's, it's probably closer, more similar out to the suburbs like Long Island. So I think, yeah, not, not everywhere in, in New York City is like, you know, downtown or midtown Manhattan. Yeah, that's kind of a, yeah, Manhattan is its own thing. And, you know, each borough has its own sort of character to it. To go back a little bit, one thing I'm curious about is what would you say that people who are transplants to New York City don't really understand about New York that somebody like you who grew up there understands about it? Well, hmm. I guess, I guess the thing, I guess I might answer that by saying that I guess there are certain, certain things well, I, I don't quite, I'm not quite answering your question, but the, the way I think of it is there, there are just certain things that a native New Yorker gets that an outsider for however, how long you've been there, it, it's, it's not, they, they don't quite get. And I'm just trying to think of an example. I think just sort of growing up in an environment where I think I think that sort of hustle mentality, I mean, I think most New Yorkers will will probably tell you, well, okay, this New Yorker will tell you that, you know, growing up, you know, you, you got to figure out a will in a way to like, you know, get things done. And I think, you know, that's probably something, you know, that, that hustle mentality that's sort of ingrained in you when you're growing up, especially if you're coming from, you know, not so great neighborhood. And so I think, um, so I think you kind of get that competitive attitude in, in native New Yorkers. It's, it's, I don't know. And the one final question I wanted to ask you is I, I know that New Yorkers are constantly threatening to leave New York. And I'm curious, have you ever thought seriously about leaving New York again? And if so, have you thought of where you might move? No, no, I, I'm, I'm never going to leave this dump. Uh, it's, it's, it's where I call home and, and it'll always be my home. You know, it's, it's like the only place that I've really known my whole life and, and I really wouldn't want to, you know, 
it's kind of weird because again like it, it it's like this love-hate thing it's like it's like the greatest place in the whole wide world and at the same time it's also the worst goddamn place in the whole wide world um and i wouldn't want to trade it for anything else to be honest I can definitely understand that exhilaration that comes with living in New York and how that can sometimes be stressful and other times it can be um, really enlivening. So thanks again for talking with us tonight and sharing with us a little bit about your New York and your life as a New Yorker. Yep, you're welcome.